I, 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 I forgot. <laughs> I this guy has been chasing me all week. Yeah. <laughs> then he's like, I forgot. I forgot. And here's how bad I forgot. I'm in my pajamas. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> cool. Betty bye. Yeah. Yeah, I I was all ready to go downstairs. I was like, watch a movie or watch a show or something. And you're messaging me, and I look at it, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone in the chat, let Rob have it for uh, I yeah. forgot. So here's actually, <laughs> actually, so I can't see the chat because what, what? I we usually log in with like uh we share a username and password. But I guess they did an update, or it's been so long that I actually couldn't log in. So I had to use the guest <laughs> one. So I don't know what the chat's saying. Because oh, I wait. think you should still be able to Oh, there, I can see it now. I went to comments. All right, whatever. <laughs> dumb, dumb. I'm an idiot. Look at that. Uh, shout out, shout yeah. us to everybody in their PJs. Thank you for joining us on Sunday night, our new time slot until Rob forgets. Yeah, uh, I won't forget. For now. So if it works for you guys, awesome. If it doesn't work for you guys, um, too bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right now, it's it's already barely working for us apparently. Um, so welcome, welcome, welcome. If you guys haven't been here in a while, uh, this uh, is not a sidekick show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am John. This is my very handsome, attractive, uh, frosted tipped uh rob got it. No, no frosted tips. Hey, buddy, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. Oh. I'm fresh. I'm fresh off the toy show. Uh, I was in Mississauga I all day. I thought you were from... saying fresh off the toilet. Yeah, that too. Um, okay. Surprisingly, yeah. Uh, don't drink the water at the hotels. You know the free water they just put out? Yeah. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. yeah it's exactly. got it's got ice in it. It's in these pitchers. No. Nope. Um, I, I drank it one like the, one of the first ones we went to, and I, and I got pretty sick after. I don't know if that's their issue or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I've been I've been up since probably six seven a.m. Uh, playing with toys so it's a lot of fun if you guys haven't come out to one of these toy shows and you want to get some vintage toys and fun stuff uh come on out um but rob how how was how was your day so far man (laughs) um yeah we've got a we have a lot to talk about tonight man um Uh, i think you're gonna have a lot to talk about because i haven't been able to keep up with a lot of stuff so and hopefully you guys in the chat can help us out that's what that's our well, I think we have a lot to talk about about what what's going to happen with the show going forward and yeah. what our ideas are and where you can find us. Because I think we might change up a little bit. But um, let me just say this is that, my yeah, my day was fine. It was crazy. So, John, the last time we checked in was in like August it was before the Labor Day weekend, I think. Right. Uh, yeah, we, we popped back and we, we had intentions of skipping one week and then coming back for you all. And then a uh, month then- later. <laughs> yeah one month later so thank you everybody who was like yo what happened yeah <laughs> i'm so, sorry <laughs> yeah so the last time we were on i was so i was still in the midst of construction on the main floor of my house i'm happy to report that tomorrow the my front doors and side doors are being replaced but that will be the end of it we're actually now living and operating for one full week in the kitchen completely using new appliances and everything else so i'm very very happy so um you it's just fancy yeah well fancy. fancy let me tell you what's fancy uh half of my appliances are all connected to the net and everything my phone starts going off telling me my dishwasher cycle's been done i had an up there's some important software update in the dishwasher my fridge door is open uh, everything's gone I'm like i don't know what the hell i just i kind of somewhat miss the simplistic times of being able to plug something in and turning it on <laughs> But whatever. You're, you're gonna be hunting at the garage sales later on, looking for vintage toasters and, and yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, oh, man, I miss I miss this. And you're gonna put it put a separate room of like old school stuff. Where remember remember when the uh, remember when microwaves? You just had all the numbers and you just push the time. And now yeah. everything's like preset. You're like, or oh, no, you would turn you, the dial. <laughs> yeah, oh, you just got dial. Yeah, mine's got like presets. You press like 30 seconds and then you hit it a couple more times and it goes increments of 30 or you, it's a slider. I'm like, yeah. what the heck is this? Why can't I just put you know, three minutes and then hit start. It's like everything's yeah. got to be complicated. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, it is crazy. So that's what's been new with me. Like that, this summer has been so busy. Um, let's let's start with like the fact that you know we ended off the season. We're gonna call it the season, John. We did like what two full years? We do do f- two full years, right? Of of the uh, I feel like it, it was at least two years of Might straight. Uh, it, yeah, we were we were hitting every. Every day, a few days off, maybe. 
So maybe we started, in, we probably started about this time, October of 2020, I would think, is maybe when we started the Sidekick show. So we were doing, we've done three years, and we were doing every Monday, Yeah. Uh, aside from, a you know, maybe like a long weekend or whatever it was, for three years. And, you know, obviously the pandemic, you know, kind of started to, you know, uh, uh, whiffed away, uh, although medical professionals will say, no, not so fast, still here, but things are opening up. And then this past spring got stupid busy because if you guys aren't familiar, John and Andre are obviously the owners of Heroes World. We're located at Warden and Highway 7, and then they moved in like the first or second week of June. Yeah. And then that also kind of co coincided with like my kids were like so busy with their sports and activities because the older they get, the more later into the evenings they play. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that worked in conjunction with John and Andre getting the store up and running and all the stuff that they've been doing. And if you've been following any of the social media feeds of Heroes World or John and Andre, you'll see how crazy busy they've been. But like, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like kind of fluffy here, buddy. You guys have upped your game as, uh, as retailers, as you guys are experienced builders. You guys have got workshops <laughs> going on in the new place. Like you guys are doing and providing so many things. It doesn't happen overnight. You guys were like diligently working hard throughout the course of the summer to build up what you guys have. And I know you've got a lot more coming. So this whole entire summer, we said, you know what? It doesn't make any sense for us to be here and there. And John might not be able to be, you know, for a few days or I couldn't make it. We said, let's just take the summer off and kind of reevaluate whether or not this is something we wanted to continue. And I think we, the good news is, or unfortunate news, depends on how you look at it. We decided, yes, we do want to continue with, with this show, the Sidekick show. We really enjoy the interaction with the people. We actually missed... First of all, I missed you, my friend. I missed yes. talking with you on a Thank weekly you, basis. Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily have to miss seeing your face, but I missed hearing your voice. <laughs> Come on, do it. Oh, oh, do it. No, it's got, it's got, uh, for me, it's this way. Uh, oh, is it? Did I did I screw it up? All right. Anyways, whatever. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but we wanted to kind of continue. And so, John, do you want to describe what I guess you could say Psychic Show 2.0 is going to look like? Do you remember? How's that? Um, yeah, well, first order of business, we're on Sundays now instead of Mondays. So yeah. that's uh, like Lewis posted earlier here, 2020 to 2023. That's three years yeah. of doing this every Monday, uh, being able to talk to my good buddy, Rob, here, uh, who I also missed you too, Rob. And I miss all you guys in the chat. You know, it's always yeah. fun. We can kind of catch up on socials, other methods, but it's always fun if, when you guys have time to join this chat and, and, and chill with us. Um, but yeah, th that's the main thing. Like Rob said, doing this like pretty much every Monday and like, uh, like that, that's a, that's a pretty strong habit that we had going. And I don't know if we'd call ourselves professional podcasters. It's more of just, we're hanging out. And, and I think we've accumulated some, I think I'd say some pretty fun, decent skills. Um, but now, yeah, we're moving to Sundays and then we're going to try, um, to mix it up a little bit. Um, the, the task of watching something new every week, um, which I don't think is what we start off with, right, Rob, we were kind of just, uh, shoot shooting the shit and uh and yeah. talking about whatever to hype up the heroes world podcast that's right uh, and then we delved into things like the brackets which which i do miss doing um and things like that and then we started for some at some point we started watching something new every week um which became a lot it was a lot of fun to be able to watch these things with you guys um but you know life life started speeding up um so i i would rather switch it up than than miss out on the opportunity to kind of do this every week right rob yeah, it, it got to be very, it got to be more work than it was fun, right? Because it's still fun. It was hell fun. <laughs> it was, right. But it was like you, we each had our own busy weeks. And then you're like, oh shit, we got to watch this thing for like sun for Monday. Right. And so it, it sometimes it got to be like we're trying to rush through to get these things done. And then at the same time, the Heroes World podcast, we were still watching stuff. So like people were like, oh, boo hoo. But like it was time taken out of things. We were so busy. We had to watch stuff. It got to be a bit too much. So John and I kind of put our, our heads together. Collectively, we still have only half a brain, but we came up, <laughs> we came up Which, with it. Who, who contributes how much to each of that half? <laughs> no, we're two, two quarters. We're equal one half, buddy. We're each um, one quarter. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is, I think, what we, we, we don't want to veer away from not watching something because we do recognize how much fun it is 
to go back and watch something retro or maybe a bit more recent or new. Um, we're also obviously, and for just for a lack of time, we haven't done the Heroes World main podcast in, in as, uh, almost three months or so because it's been so busy. Um, and so we, we don't want to not watch stuff because we know that are the people who are watching this, whether you're with us live or after the fact, you guys kind of enjoy that. So we're going to do it up uh, a bit different. So we're on a four-week schedule and a rotation. Um, the first week, we're, we're always going to have news and what's new in the shop and stuff like that and chatting with all of you. But that... That first week will be uh will be probably uh you know what's new. Let's talk about the news. Let's just catch up on what's going on, right? The aim is anywhere between sixty to ninety minutes, or sixty to about seventy five minutes for uh, per week for show. And then week two, we'll watch something. Um, week three, we'll we'll go. Shit, John. Actually, I don't even remember what week three was going to be. <laughs> I think you put it towards the end of the week is where we watch something. So we kind of like talk things up and we try to come up with something we all get to watch together. Um, which uh, it's really awesome. It can it can fall in any part of the week. I don't know what we're doing yet. We're still we're oh. still talking this out. We do want you here we to go as well. So the and first then... Sunday of the month, <laughs> news, news store and audience interaction. Second week. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be kind of cool. So what we're gonna do is we want to have a guest. Uh, we want to bring a guest on board. We want to have somebody who uh, and maybe if you know if you're a fan of the show, if you are a if you have a podcast or show that you want to come on and talk about, if you're a fan of pop culture and nerd stuff and comics and movies. We want to have, we also want to have, we're going to have some creators on, uh, people who work in the industry if we can at times. We're also going to have local artists. So we want to be able to showcase a whole bunch of different people and have their, you know, kind of pick their brain a little bit. And then if they want to kind of hang out and talk about, you know, what's going on in the news that week or whatever, then that's, you know, they're more than welcome to. So we kind of wanted to do up a little bit, have a guest on once a month. That'd be the second Sunday of each month. Um, third Sunday, kind of redoing what we did on the first, which is again, news views, talking about stuff, talking with you, the audience. And then again, as John said, building up, uh, the last Sunday of the month would be uh, movie reviews. We'd be building it up for that month. And then we'll all kind of, you know, have enough time to watch a movie for a couple of, in a couple of weeks. And then at the end of the, of the month, we'll watch it. Now I know Lewis is going to say, but what about those weeks when there's five Sundays, we're just going to go on a four, on a four <laughs> week vacation. All right, Lewis, don't be getting at me. Well, we'll figure that out. But that's kind of what the idea we thought we would do. So we have a lot more time with you, a lot more time talking about stuff uh, that we enjoy, the pop culture, the, the riffing, the joking, all that stuff. We're going to have somebody on once a month. We're going to talk about what got them into the game, uh, what they enjoy, and then we'll we'll get back to watching one thing a month. So hopefully you guys are cool with that. We're going to put we'll, – we'll, we'll let you know what that schedule is and how it's going to work out. But that's kind of what we thought we would do for Psychic Show 2.0. Yeah. Also, we couldn't get together that October uh, Halloween movie uh, list. We had a whole year to work on it, right, Rob? Oh, and we really we, wanted and, to. And we, and we joke. We made the jokes and fun on it. And what did we come up with so far? <laughs> no. So funny enough, I actually, oh. I, I, okay. I actually took a look, man. The Lost Boys okay. is currently streaming on Crave oh. on the Stars Edition. If you have the extension. Um, Nobody I, has it. <laughs> I, uh, the Pope's Exorcist is a, is a, the new one with um, uh, Russell Crowe. That's on Crave right now on the regular Crave. So there are some horror movies. I think we'll probably talk about some horror stuff in the next couple of weeks. But I have yeah, told so my speaking son. Speaking of horror, maybe we should do the, the Bachelor recap week. <laughs> yes, especially with the older Bachelor who's in his 70s. Uh, <laughs> when he starts getting into date night, that's the true horror show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so if, if say, for example, if Scott comes on, uh, maybe we will have a recap of Bachelor that particular week. Or we'll just <laughs> try to understand why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Lewis has mentioned the Stars Crave extension. Uh, I, I like to call it Crave the Rich People Edition. Um, and you have all the extensions in there. <laughs> Hey, okay, so that, that actually brings me to a question that I was thinking about, and maybe we can just throw it into it now. Yeah. So we've got, and we maybe have talked about this in the past, John, but we've got Paramount Plus, Apple TV Plus, Netflix, Crave, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime. So like that for me, I've got six, right? And, I'm, and on average, people have between four or six streaming services. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't remember exactly what you have, but... You got to get rid of how many do you have about four or five yourself, right? Um, Netflix, Amazon, Disney. I think, I think that's all I got right now. Okay, so Access you have all right. So, those in the chat, if you have to take out one or two, 
uh, let us know which ones are you are you are you dropping? Yeah. Okay, so how about this? This is easy, Rob. If you had to cut something this month, your your monthly bill is coming up for your streaming services. If you had to shave one off your list, what would it be? Right, Rob? You're getting you're getting that bill. What, do you have an answer yet, or you need a second? Uh, no, you go ahead. What do you got? Um, I I think if if we're going off just purely me, yeah. Because uh, if I add my kids into the the mix, it becomes a whole different ballgame. But if right. it's just me, I think I cut netflix right now and, and remember i have prime netflix oh you know what i think i cut prime amazon but isn't prime. it part of your don't you pay yeah, yearly see, that that's a side thing yeah you you pay for amazon prime to get that shipping and stuff like that so maybe that gets taken off the list if that's taken off the list then it is netflix for sure i feel like i'm going to disney i'm going to that little stars extension it's got the new justified on there and and all kinds of fun stuff like that so i think i think i cut netflix right now um because I, I haven't been enjoying any of their original content that I can that I can think of uh, immediately. I tried to watch that Jackie Chan John Cena movie. I don't know if that was Netflix uh, exclusive yeah, was Netflix. or whatever. That was that was pretty rough. Um, and and yeah. So what what do you cut up? Yeah. So it's funny. I mean, I have to. I, I wouldn't be able to cancel Prime because I'm locked into that yearly membership because I do a, a fair amount of shopping. So I, yeah. for me, that's a I'm stuck with it. It is what it is. I, although I probably watch that almost the least. I feel like it's the least for me. I'm only keeping it because of that bonus. It's a bonus because, like, if you had to pay an, an extension for it, it'd yeah. be cut for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, like, there, they folks? have Reacher on there, um, yeah. and they, they do have some movies that we don't, uh, they don't, you know, don't drop on Netflix or, or Crave. So, like, there are mm -hmm. some other movies that do drop on there, but I'd probably cut that one now. If I, so I got to take that out of the way. Uh, to be honest with you, I would, I would almost, agree with you and say netflix i find that i've been watching more paramount plus uh yeah. stuff as of late the tyler sheridan catalog of things that he's been doing especially um lioness was just fantastic so i'm watching a little bit more of that i i do enjoy crave because of all their hbo stuff and so i can't i i wouldn't be able to you know and they do have some decent movies that come out on there as well so i kind of yeah. think netflix, i miss crave yeah you what I miss Crave. Yeah, I miss Crave. I, I yeah. used to have Crave and I do miss it. Yeah. Yeah, I do think I agree with you. Disney Plus seems to have really uh, expanded their stuff. They have some really great shows on there. I've been watching this past summer and the past yeah. number of weeks. So I kind of feel like Netflix is the one that I'm no longer. I feel like I add stuff to my list on Netflix. I don't yeah. really knock things off my list because I find there's other things that are more intriguing to me. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it lasts on a priority. It used to be a time where you'd fire up the Netflix every day and look at the what's new and what's 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 trending. Um, okay, how about the flip side, Rob? What would you like? It sounds like you got all the services, but is there any that you would add? Like for me, I think Paramount Plus or or the the must keep of your list. Paramount yeah. Plus seems to be the one that's accumulating the most content that I do want to check out, and a lot of the movies and and stuff is landing there. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. If, you know one of the, the next sales but last year paramount plus did a a, a a discount where you sign up for the year you got it for half price yeah. so i'm keeping an eye out for that if that pops up again i think i'm gonna definitely bite that yeah i so well actually i just i forgot i have apple tv plus and now it's free right now. I, <laughs> the man who has everything. <laughs> I know. You, you get have, you get you get a certain amount of months when you buy a new Apple device or something. Right. Like that, so right? I'm I'm I I have it through now until April of 2024. So um, now I like some of those shows that are on there. The mm -hmm. you know I've, for all mankind I've talked to you about a lot. Uh, I like the morning show. Those are all coming back in the next number of months. Morning show just kind of started now. Yeah. But I think by my by next April. I, I don't, I don't know if there's enough on there that would keep me wanting to continue that subscription. Um, to re-up. Yeah, there's no more Ted Lasso coming up, folks. Which is, Yeah. Um, um, so know. I guess the one, like the one, which one would I, I, I think Crave is probably going to be the one that I would, I could do. Your must-have. Your must-have. Yeah. You've got, you've got a good collection of them. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the folks in the chat. They do mention One Piece live action on Netflix, which I did watch an episode or two of. Um, nah, it seemed pretty legit. It uh, wasn't really my jam, but I could, I respected it because they, had the creator involved, which is which is really cool to have um, the original creator of whatever content you're adapting. Unlike Cowboy Bebop, where they I don't know what happened. I don't know if they're clear on why they didn't involve the creator. Uh, I think you know. I think he said he didn't. He just didn't have any um, want Desire. to participate in it, which I feel like maybe is a red flag when you 
are developing the show. Hey, you know, this creator isn't even excited about this. All right. Maybe we shouldn't do this. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But look at Alan Moore. Alan Moore didn't want anything to do with the Watchmen okay. stuff. And, yeah, and that point. TV series of his, uh, the Watchmen TV series that came out in 2019 or 2020 was absolutely phenomenal. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So that's our, 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 our streaming battle showdown, Rob. Good. Good, uh, good topic. Can I can I ask about cr the creator, Rob? A lot of people are talking about it in the, in the yeah, chat. yeah. Um, I know nothing about it. I remember you mentioned the trailer, yeah, and, uh, and we have mentioned it on here. I haven't watched anything, so I'm wondering if I should go see it blind. Did you see it? I saw Lewis and Fraser in the comments saw it, said it was good, um, and and have recommended it a couple times in this chat alone. So yeah. What What do you think of it? The, the so creator? yeah, I totally want to see it. I actually wanted to see it this weekend, and I asked my son. He's like, uh. He's at that age now, John. My 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 movie he sounds guy. like Sly, Sly Stallone. Yeah, he does. No, he sounds <laughs> yeah, like Kim Diesel. Hello, family. Um, <laughs> so uh, I I so I told I said, listen, man, if you're not down, I'm gonna go on my own and go see it. So I'm I'm gonna I this upcoming weekend is Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, so I'll probably go check it out this weekend uh, because I do really want to see it. I've heard amazing things about it, and I'm a little bit disheartened by the fact that Paw Patrol the movie beat it out at the box office this weekend. <laughs> You can't. Paw Patrol was a juggernaut. Did you see they released a bunch of posters that were homages to superheroes and stuff? Oh, no, okay. couldn't care less. <laughs> I walked past the poster when I went to see Expendables 4, which I don't know if we're going to talk about later. But Oh, you you are more than welcome to talk about that. <laughs> but I do really want to see the creator, and I, I and I do want to see it in theater. So I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Lewis, yeah. Lewis, with his third or fourth time recommending the creator, he says, is visually impressive. Uh, go watch it on IMAX. Um, and Lewis is a legit sci-fi fan, so I, I think yeah. uh, his opinion holds some good weight. And I think it looks like him and Frazier went to see it, had a fantastic time. Scott, I think, was curious about it. And uh, Steve also was curious about it. And I had a bunch of people mention it to me, and I've seen some people post on social media that it was fantastic. Uh, Eric Coe, editor-in-chief of uh, Udon Comics, uh, big sci-fi guy. We've had him on uh, yeah. occasionally for trailer reactions. Um, he He said he loved it. Um, so, and it's, and he said it was legit sci-fi. So, uh, I think I'm in the mood to watch some sci-fi Rob now that Dune's pushed back. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got that in for Scott. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dune, Dune is now March. Dune week. <laughs> so here's the thing. So creator looks like a fantastic sci-fi movie. Let me tell you something. One movie, John, that is not a great sci-fi movie. You ready? Yeah. 65. <laughs> 65. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. It came out in the spring and then it dropped on Crave because you no longer have it. Yeah. Uh, just a, a few weeks ago with Adam Driver. Um, oh, yes. He's, he's like fighting space aliens or something like that, right? Not at all. No. Nope. Dinosaurs? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was terrible. I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, oh, this could be good. Well, so my son and I, he was kind of like, I said, do you want to watch a movie? He kind of just, he fine, all right, everybody, let's watch something. And I was like, we're going through stuff. And I said, what about this 65? It's on my list. Let's just check it out. And I and I went to, he goes, well, how long is it? And it was a mi an hour and 32 minutes. And I was like, this is going to just stink. <laughs> it, it's going to be an absolute pant load. And sure enough, it was. Okay. So you watched this at home on stream, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the point at home on streaming? I, clearly you didn't do it, but when would you hit eject? Um, like in a theater, you might give it maybe, I feel like 20 minutes um, is maybe the breaking point. If you really don't dig something you're watching in the theater, I have seen people walk I've out never that 20 minute mark. Theater, man. Yeah, I've never done it. I, w I wanted to do it at Conan. And I think I've mentioned it several times in this podcast. Well, Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa, Ron Perlman. Yeah. I you told me how... you loved that movie. No, I told you that movie was terrible. You said it was better than the two Arnold ones. No, never. Not even. <laughs> not even close. Come on. Get out of here. Eject. Yeah. Like, do you, you guys in the chat, do you guys have a number where you hit eject? I feel like on streaming, if it doesn't catch me in 15 minutes, I'm fully... Uh, wanting to just pop on a summary and if i want to know how it ends i'll read that summary um but i feel like it's not worth it i tried 15 minutes of that jackie chan john cena movie yeah uh, and then I, I i stepped away and then i went back and watched it and i regret finishing that movie um so yeah, yeah i think I'm, I'm a i'm probably a good half hour i'll give it a good half hour and if i can't if i'm not feeling it a half an hour on streaming then i'll probably bounce out there was that um and I know that Stu, if if Stu is watching this afterwards, he'll he'll chastise me. But there was that Colin Firth, uh, Colin uh, Farrell? 
Colin Farrell, thanks. Movie, the um, uh, the, the Irish movie, the uh, the something of inertia or whatever. The yeah. Anyway, it's a very uh, him and Brandon Gleason. It, it's a very very Irish movie, and I was watching it, and I got about an hour and a bit into it, and I was just like, I I don't think I can do this anymore. Like I was just. I was not enjoying it whatsoever. Yeah. But, and I know that Stu loved it. And he was like, oh, you'll love it. You know, I highly recommend it. Um, the Banshees of Inertia or something to that effect. Anyways, I just couldn't do it, man. I, I Terrible movies by Colin Farrell. Yeah. No, but uh, it, it, won a, it won awards. I mean, he was nominated for an, uh, an Oscar. Like, it, 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 it did, it did what critically did quite well. I just couldn't get into it, man. I was just, I remember like my wife walked by a few times. She's what are you watching? It sounds so boring. And I was like, no, it's great. It's an art house movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I I think I learned my lesson. I used to watch a lot of rom-coms with my wife and she would fall asleep and I'd be stuck watching the rest of them because I want to know how it ends. But now we have the internet. I'll just look up how it ends in and save yourself a lot of, brain cells and and time fraser says once he paid for the ticket he'll watch it good or bad i think there's a certain point where you can walk out to the box office and go i want my money back yeah the first 20 minutes awful, i think yeah, yeah awful piece of trash yeah um, and lewis said he did watch that jackie chan john cena movie which none of us know the name of um and he said it was okay and i'm going to correct you lewis that movie is terrible you don't write a jackie chan movie and make him super serious because that is not jackie chan at the point of the movie where he does break and become joking Jackie Chan. It starts to gel a little bit. And then Rob, the finale, one of the big fights of the finale is essentially Jackie Chan and another guy fighting in a bubble bath, um, which is the most ridiculous gimmick I've ever seen. Just make Jackie Chan fight a guy. And if he can't do it anymore, um, you know, shout outs to him because he destroyed his body to entertain us over the years. Um, figure out some other, other way to do it. So yeah, yeah. No, don't watch that Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, um, no, I, I, to be honest with you, I complete, I know you sent... You sent us like this, like the poster or a trailer, like back in like June or something or July. He's like, "Oh, this movie's coming out," and we're like, "It looks like trash." Yeah, it <laughs> looks. Like glad, it actually forgot about it until you mentioned it tonight. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you can really if if they can't sell a trailer, then they certainly can't, the movie cannot live up to it. Like you can cut trailers together, however false advertising you want to do. Um, and if you can't do that, then whoa, you've got a stinker on your hands. <laughs> let me ask you a question then john uh so we're, we we talk about in those in the, in the chat like get you know let us know like you we talk about movies of late that are shit and we're not watching them anymore we're, we're pulling the ripcord and we're out but have there been any movies within the last year or so that you've like watched a couple of times like and you'd be like oh i'm gonna keep going back and hitting this because it's hella fun um i think i think the only thing that comes to mind right this minute is shang chi um i think First time watching in the theaters, it was a mixed bag. The the theater, like I did enjoy it, but I didn't really kind of appreciate it as much as I did. I, the, maybe the screen wasn't good. Um, I watched it again on digital. Everything looks way better. And I've told this to a bunch of people. They're like, I couldn't see anything when they're fighting in the building. Couldn't see anything at the end when you're fighting. And I'm like, watch it on digital now. You can actually see a lot of what's going on. And, and just, just the way the movie got structured, I, I did end up watching it more times than I thought I would after watching it initially. But okay. I think every, everything else, Rob, like... I know I've I said I enjoyed Fast and the Furious and a whole bunch of these other um were they flops? I think most of them were flops or, or mediocre releases. I've never rewatched yeah. any of them. I haven't touched them. Um yeah, I don't I don't know. Like is there anything you've watched more than once? Let's does Ted Lasso count, Rob? I've watched Ted Lasso three times in a row, seasons one to three, front to back now. Wow. Um, which is so- very impressive. Season three, not as strong as I felt it was the first time I watched it when you watch one and two right yeah. before it. <laughs> So like yeah. I, there, I I've been surprised, and we had we've had this conversation like numerous times. I think whether it's been on this show or the main show or even offline about how we grew up, we would kind of rewatch a lot of movies. This is why we always had like I could recite to you Billy Madison lines all the time, or, <laughs> right? Happy Gilmore line. We would watch all these movies so often because we didn't have as much that we do now. And I feel like now we're it's an overabundance of things. It's hard to retain everything. But I have gone like okay, so John Wick four, yeah. Like I went to the theater to see that two or three times. I've seen that like two or three times. Like I, I just I uh, you know since then I absolutely love watching like John Wick four. I love. Yeah. I've also watched the Batman. Um, like speaking of Colin Farrell, like a number of times. Like I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, obviously, you know me with Interstellar, but like 
for but this year it's been it's uh it's been uh, John Wick 4. I was surprised at some of these movies that have come out on like say Disney Plus like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. I haven't rewatched I saw it in the theater. I, I loved it in theaters. Yeah, I tried to fire it up. I I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I I just haven't had the desire to to jump back into that world. Um, I didn't watch Thor Love and Thunder uh, uh, ever since it came out in theater. I watched it in the theater and was pissed, and I have had zero You guys eviscerated it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I've just been, like, kind of surprised at some of those movies that have come out, and I've just been like, nah, not really my thing. Like, I just – it hasn't – when the Marvel movies were coming out, I was watching that shit all the time, over and over and over again, because it was so good. And now we're at the point – Shang Chi probably the the outlier of the recent Marvel stuff. Although I do like the Eternals quite a bit, I haven't gone oh. back to watch any of them um, as often as I used to. Yeah, yeah. I told myself I would probably never watch Eternals again, but I don't know. When when I think about it, maybe it, I, I think I would put that on a uh, streaming now to give give it a give it a like either background watch or or give it another shot. Um, yeah. yeah. If you guys have anything you rewatched. Um, and I know you've Lewis rewatched with Flash. You. No, <laughs> I haven't touched it. How about you, Rob? The person who gave it nine out of ten, or, or I 10 never out gave it nine out of ten, was was paid off by WB to hype up the movie before it came out. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> no, I, I haven't rewatched it at all. Um, I own it on uh, digitally, but I haven't rewatched it. I'll tell you something, and this is like a sleeper. I, I mentioned this a number of months ago, and I'm mentioning it again. I've told Stu to watch it. It's on Netflix, John. If you're a fan of Western movies, watch mm-hmm. Old Henry. Old Henry. I'm telling you right now, it is absolutely phenomenal. If you're a Western fan, you yeah. got to watch Old Henry. Um, yeah. I loved it so much. I actually bought the uh, the uh, the 4K version off of iTunes because I was like, I, 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 and I've watched that three or four times. So, and that came out last year, Old Henry. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, Henry, I, I, the name sounds recognizable actually now that you mention it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, how about Equalizer 3? Uh, just a side. I wanted to. Yeah. So, no, you know what? So, Equalizer 3, I wanted to go see in theaters. I wanted to see uh, A Haunting in Venice. Uh, and, and to create, and all of these things, I didn't get a chance to run out to go see. Now, my understanding is Equalizer 3 or E3 for those in the know. <laughs> um, it dropped supposedly. To Tuesday on digital. Oh, that's the rumor. Sometime this week. Yeah, that's the rumor. Okay. So we'll see. I'll, I'll check it out. I've heard some people said it feels more like a Man on Fire sequel than a Equalizer sequel. So uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, Steve can mention. Oh no, Steve said he says find time to watch it. Um, Scott mentions Meg One and Meg Two. Uh, I hear you. Those were surprise hits, were they not? Uh, well, Meg 2 didn't do very well. My son and a friend, they went and saw the Meg 2. I said, did you guys watch the first one? And his friend, she was like, there was a first one? And I was like, it's it's, it's Meg 2. Maybe she thought it was Meg 2, T-O-O. No, it was Meg, Meg Miracle 2. And I was like, I'm driving her. I'm like, what? And my son's laughing. I'm like, yeah, there's a first one. You never saw it? She goes, no, I had no idea there was. Which, all right. I mean, listen, I grew up with Leonard Part 8. In the 80s. So I can understand a little bit of confusion, but that doesn't happen anymore. So, <laughs> so Maybe it's okay. Like, did you ever, like, if you just saw Terminator 2 and didn't see Terminator 1, I think you're okay. You're, you're recapped enough. I, yeah, but I, well, but there's such a, I, maybe, I don't know. All I know is that I thought that was kind of weird. Anyways, I haven't seen Meg 2. Crank 2? Although... Do you need to watch Crank 1 in order to watch Crank 2? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it's on It's on Crave right now. The Meg 2 is on Crave, so I probably will watch it. I might add that to my schlocky October horror, uh, horror fest. Yeah. That I, and I am bound to determine, John, to show my son The Crow this month. Oh, cool. Yeah. Extremely violent. Uh, some of the scenes in there are very hard. To what he said to me? He's, this is what he said. Okay, you have to understand that he's 14 years old. I said, right, there's two movies I want to show you this month. One is The Lost Boys. Ugh. Two is The Crow. And he's like, bro. I, I Now I'm bro. I'm between dog and bro. Bro. I don't like watching old movies. And I was like, it's not an old movie, man. What are you talking about? He goes, anything like before 2010 is old and i'm like 
come on, man. Don't do me that. I'm telling you right now. And he goes, no, it looks old. I said, the crow holds up. I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy it. So we're going to see. I think it, yeah, it has been discussed on the show several times in comments in person that the crow is one of those movies that does seem to work um, no matter when you watch it. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know why, John? What? There's no cell phones or anything of that. There's a pager. The guy's got a pager, but that's about it. There's nothing to really <laughs> tie think, it to the time. Yeah, I think they did film a lot of it practically too. And they yeah. um, they used what budget they had, although the conditions of the set, you know, and we all know the result, uh, the um, Brendan Lee passing away was, was not good, but it seems to have, I don't know if you would say paid off in the art. I feel like it, nothing ever pays off when someone uh, loses their life. Um, but the art of the movie seems to stand up. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's now you it's know they made a remake. They have, yeah. It's it's filmed. They finished filming it. Doesn't star Jason Momoa in May? No. It stars Bill Skarsgård, who was yeah. Pennywise the clown. He was also in John Wick Four. He was the uh, the the bad guy. Uh, the, the bad rich, guy. The rich guy, yeah, in John Wick Four. Hmm. Um. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta drink the bullet which yeah. really, really awkward to me but whatever uh, um, have fun have fun passing yeah. that out later <laughs> um but yeah i um uh yeah so they got this new one and it just they just announced like, a couple weeks ago that they finally got distribution for it so it will be coming out i think it's like in i feel like it's in the first half of 2024 so i'm gonna say good luck Good luck to the Crow remake. Uh, I hope everyone that worked on the project got paid, and and hopefully you, you it'll do well. <laughs> I, I want to see a trailer, man. I want to see a trailer. Good luck. <laughs> it's it's gonna be rough. All right, uh, all right. So that, that's Rob's got his viewing lined up. Uh, I think we all want to go see the creator. Is there anything else on the on the docket that we immediately want to talk about? Do you do you want to hear a little bit about Expendables Four, Rob? <laughs> I'm not seeing it, so sure. <laughs> Lay it on me. Okay, Rob, what you guys in the chat, let me know. What is your thoughts on the previous three expendables? Like, do you own them on Blu-ray? No. Have you rewatched no. them? I attempted to fire them up again recently just out of nostalgia's sake, and I and I couldn't even do it. Um, Seriously? Number two and three blend together for me. I know one's got Mel Gibson, one's got Van Damme. Um, but the movies have never quite worked for me. So I don't know what possessed me to go see the fourth one in theaters. Um, and it being the first one I actually saw in theaters. I don't think I saw either of the other ones in theaters. No, maybe actually one. Did you go see one in theaters, Rob? I did go see one. I went and saw one and two in theaters. And yeah. I don't think I've ever seen number three. Yeah. Number three is with Mel Gibson, I believe. Um, and I don't remember a lick of any of them. And I think Wesley Snipes is in one of them, too. I don't remember that either. <laughs> maybe he's the third one. I don't know. Or maybe he's in number two. I don't know. I, I remember number one, I think. And I remember walking out going, you know what? It's not that bad. It's it's not great. But it was kind of cool to watch all these guys. And it was a fun little action movie, 90 minutes, right? And then number two, I was like, wow, these guys are really like trying to grab everything they can on this property. And then when number three came out, I remember looking at the trailer going, I'm out. I have zero interest in watching <laughs> seems like it should work i don't know why it doesn't work it's like you're bringing back 80s action heroes you're doing an 80s style movie but for some reason it just it does not come together whoever's putting together the script all this kind of stuff so expendables 4 is this whole new groundwork it looked like almost a new beginning because the the whole alleged sylvester stallone passing the torch uh onto jason statham and then he was going to go on with the series from there um, and this is Jason Statham's wheelhouse to do these kind of like lower budget action movies. Um, yep. We've seen the articles where it's like he was offered to be in a Marvel movie or something like that. And he turned it down or something. Um, allegedly, who knows what those rumors are true. Um, and then it's got Megan Fox in it. It's got 50 Cent in it. It's got uh, Tony Jaw. It's got uh, uh, Ico from uh, Wu Assassins and The Raid and all that kind of stuff. So it's got like these heavy hitters and some new and young talent infused in there but it just does not work at all rob they started off strong they they had some like money action sequences and then it feels like they ran out of money or 
it could be they had to film during COVID because the entire last half of the movie is filmed on like a soundstage. Um, oh, kind of really? Like, like, like green blues, screen, shit. green screen. You can kind of see, you know, when they show a person and they're they're standing, then you can see the whole background like it's clearly like a screen or something. It just it did not work. They didn't even use any of the new characters. It was Jason Statham running around killing everybody in sight. Um, and I don't know if I want to spoil the, t- the part about Sylvester Stallone, uh, but I feel like I should to do you guys all the service so you guys don't watch this damn movie. Um, but in the first part of the movie, Stallone dies. And you're like, oh, wow, Expendables is moving forward. But it's a fake out. He's back <laughs> at the end of the movie. And you're like, oh, God, yeah, they do because he, want, yeah. he, needs, he needs his money. Yeah, needs so his money. I, I don't know what's going on with this movie. Um, if you guys watched it and enjoyed it, kudos to you. Um, if if you didn't watch it and I just spoiled it for you, you should thank me because you're going to save yourself. I don't, know, I don't even know how long that stuff was. I won't even watch it when it comes on streaming. I, I have zero interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I walked out, I walked past the movie posters for Paw Patrol, which shout out to Frazier. Frazier said he watched it. Um, and I also saw a poster for the Taylor Swift concert. Okay. I was like, yo, either of these movies would be in a suitable replacement <laughs> for uh, what we just watched. And, and you paid money anyways, for that, dude. I wanted to give it a chance. I was like, hey, this is hype. Let's give it a chance. I never, I feel like I didn't watch any of them theaters. And I was like, let's give it a fair share. If I watch this on streaming, I'm going to eject after 15 minutes if it's no good. And man, I do wish I watched it on streaming. So wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lewis is like, why bother you watch it? Yeah, uh, that yeah, uh, that's why I was not surprised. You saw all those articles. They're like, this is the lowest grossing Expendables in the history of Expendables. Ooh, whole four movies. This is the history of Expendables. Uh, but I was like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> wow. You should. They should be praising it for the amount it did make. Uh, but. Anyways, any uh, what about re- you, Rob? Did you watch anything recently? I know you talked about it. you missed a whole bunch of stuff, but what was the last thing you saw in theaters? Oh well, I can go back in my. I keep all my receipts, all my movie stuff. Is it Flash? Uh, Blue Beetle? Did you go I, see Blue Beetle? I did. That might be the last. It was August twenty third. I went and saw Blue Beetle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's fun for what it is. Um. Yeah. So you've seen it. Yeah. Well, we can do a quasi small little review of it if you want. Um, and let us know in the, th- in the in the chat if you guys have seen it. I believe it's now on st- like you can get it on uh, video on demand if you wanted to pay for it or rent it. Uh, I'm sure it'll be hitting Crave before the end of the year. You know what, man? For what it was, it was okay. Um, you know, it it had its moments. It was very tropey, though. It's like we've kind of been here, done that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think though I was watching it and I realized I am not the target audience for this property, right? I think the target audience is like my son's age and you know, into like maybe your mid-20s. I think you know, young teen to, to mid-20s is probably the target audience they were going for. Um you know, it, it had some fun moments for sure. There was a couple of times I laughed out loud. There's a couple of times I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. What, what is it? What am I watching? <laughs> um, but it, it definitely wasn't the worst DC movie I saw <laughs> this yeah. year. So, you know, I, I, give props, I give props to Zolo for his big screen debut, quote unquote, because I think this was supposed to be an HBO streaming project or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think he did an excellent job. I think uh, George Lopez did a great job of not just playing George Lopez. He actually, I feel like he actually played a, a character that was different from him um, than he normally plays. Um, but, but yeah, I hear you. You could have, you could have mapped the plot out easily. You yeah. could, you know how when people like to, that, that person you go see the movie with try, likes to predict the next part, yeah, you could hundred percent get 10 out of 10 uh, yeah. on this, just going, and then this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. Oh, and then yeah. this is going to happen at the end. So it's very predictable. But if you look at the box, like the budget, versus what with the final product I, I think you have to look at that and go hey they were able to accomplish this and not break the bank um and make i would say it's a fun movie um but it looks like a lot of people haven't haven't seen oh no fraser says he said it was good uh lewis said he didn't see it um fraser does compare it to shazam 2 he says blue beetle was better you saw both of those rob which is better shazam blue beetle i probably say shazam 2 um <laughs> I although I don't know about that because Shazam. When I think about, I haven't watched it since. I I have it on. I I I got like like the nine ninety nine. You're a sucker. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. a sucker. <laughs> um, but you know what? Listen, I will say this. Obviously, James Gunn uh, has some some trust in Zolo because he announced last week that he was talking about somebody on Threads at the end of last week or mid of last week 
was asking James Gunn about what is canon going forward? Because everything's all over the place. We still have Aquaman 2 supposedly coming out at the end of this year. What's canon? And, you know, I'm going to paraphrase, but he essentially said, listen, canon for the DCU starts with Creature Commandos, which is an animated property coming out next year. And then canon is going to be Superman, whatever he, uh, ever, whatever the new Superman legacy, legacy or something like that. Right. So like creature commandos will kind of start it off, but Superman legacy will lay the foundation for what will be considered Canon in the DCU. However, your boy Zolo and blue beetle are part of that new DCU. They're the only carryovers. Yeah. Uh, cinematically into the new DCU. Some actors that we have seen will be playing different characters in the new DCU, but they will not be playing the characters that we may have seen them in already, which lends credence to the fact that I think Momoa will likely be Lobo going forward. Oh, this is a raw, raw prediction. That, that Well, prediction. it's everybody's predicting that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I think you're, I don't know. Yeah. I think they, they, Hollywood's always reusing these actors. We've already seen it happen several times in Marvel movies. Uh, so why can't why can't DC do it? Um, yeah. So if, Lewis, if you watch Jason Momoa's portrayal of Aquaman, he's hundred percent just playing Lobo as Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have control of the the comments, but uh, no, Lewis never. said John Cena and Viola Davis as well. He's right. Yes, those two as well because they're doing a Peacemaker season two. Uh, also, they're doing the um, Viola Davis plays um, Amanda Waller. Thank you. And they got her TV shows. So those are definitely two others that are coming through uh, into this new universe as well. So, yeah. All right. Quick reaction to Scott. He said there's two buses getting cut in half in both Blue Beetle and Shang-Chi. Um, the Blue Beetle sequence was hella cool, but Shang-Chi, that is one of the best scenes of the, that entire yeah. movie. Um, and I would watch that scene over and over again. Um, yeah. For sure. Maybe not the entire movie again right now, uh, but that bus scene, oh, I could watch that on repeat all, all day long. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, what? So let's let's go. Since the title of this was the best thing uh, that happened this summer, best thing of the summer. What what is your best movie of this summer, Rob? Is is it going to be John Wick Four? Is that considered this summer? Or or that was May, right? Right before summer, I guess. But you've rewatched it several times in the summer. Yeah, I, I did um, go to the theater numerous you, times. So you did go, some of the guys mentioned Barbie earlier. Um, I did enjoy Barbie. Um, yeah, I gotta tell you, I, I was actually a bit disappointed. We talked about this back in August when we did this. I was a disappointed a little bit in Mission Impossible Dead yeah. Reckoning. Can I hear you now? Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna rewatch it when it drops on digital. It probably already has dropped on digital. No, it hasn't. It comes out on video on demand, uh, end of this month. Yeah. Um, I, I will pick it up for sure, uh, and I will watch it again, but I was disappointed in it. Um, but I I really liked Oppenheimer. Yeah. I really liked that movie. So I would say, though, you're probably right for the summer because John Wick 4 was May. I'd probably go John Wick 4 was probably my my movie that I I, I, I absolutely loved that movie. So more than I expected to because I really wasn't a big fan of John Wick 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So surprising. Yeah, I remember us going back and you're going, yeah. Oh, we're rewatching those ones and stuff like that. Three is the one with Halle Berry, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we always get this confused. Two and three kind of blade, bleed together. Lewis says Top Gun question mark. No, Lewis, that's a little too uh, old. But year. if you're enjoying that this summer, um, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, Top Gun is a summer blockbuster. Why can't Top Gun Maverick be a some, summer blockbuster? Buster? Buster? Booster. Well, listen, they yeah. thought that they thought Dead Reckoning was going to, like, quote unquote, save the box office this year, and it yeah. turned out to be Barbenheimer. Yeah, yeah, it got demolished, and uh, you know what? Upon reflection, uh, I, I, yeah, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to watch it anytime soon. Um, uh, Steve mentions Extraction Two. I, I finally did watch Extraction One, Rob, and, and I quite enjoyed it. Oh so, yeah, Extraction. So, like, Which so maybe I'll get to Extraction yeah, yeah. Two this. Year. Actually, no, what man? That is a good movie on Netflix. I quite actually I quite it's enjoyed good. Extraction like, if Two. Extraction One, when I watched it, I was like, if Netflix can figure out what exactly made this work, um. Because they, they had the Helmsworth is an A-lister, right? Right now. Yeah. So they probably paid him a done a ton. They had a bunch of other people appear in there. They all got 
probably decent checks. They had, uh, I think, a, a famous guy from uh, from over, overseas uh, played played the. I yeah. forgot what his name was, but one of the other agents, um, and, and it was really cool. Um, so if they can crack that formula and release more content like that. Um, yeah, actually, you know what? Extra Steve's right. I really actually enjoy what I was thinking more in theatrical as opposed to online, but extraction two, I really like, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Scott mentions the whole uh, part two. So we got a lot of one of uh, movies this year. So spider verse, uh, I know everyone was raving about this, but now because of the strike, you don't know when number two is coming out and all that. I, I feel like it dropped down on everybody's list. Um, and uh, Mission Impossible, same same thing. Fast and Furious, uh, part one of two as well. Um, we don't even talk about that anymore. Uh, <laughs> Lewis, you haven't seen either Extraction films? Weren't you the same one making fun of me for not watching Extraction 1? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, here. Uh, Steve says he would have saw Extraction in theaters. Yeah, that yeah. would have been a good experience. I'd do yeah, that. so would I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would say, Rob, the, the only movie that comes to mind this, this summer was that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie? I haven't uh, seen it yet. It's on what, Paramount Plus in Canada. Yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. Um, I didn't really have that many expectations for it, um, and I thought it was really well done with what they had to work with. So I do look forward to seeing that on digital and being able to show my kids. It is available on digital now, but I'm waiting for it to be free on on digital. Um, but I look forward to seeing that and and the new generation that kind of grows up being turtle fans from that movie. Yeah, um, and then you'll be able to relate to them because you'll be like, "Oh, I grew up with turtles in the '80s. You're a fan of new turtles, you know, like oh, Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael, you know, everybody." Um, definitely watch it. Um, if you have watched it, shoutouts to the Jackie Chan scene is absolutely fantastic. Uh, great tribute to his career. Um, that's what he should have been doing in uh, that John Cena movie, which we don't know the title of. Um, yeah, see, I, I think Lewis said he watched it. Uh, Lewis, what did you think of that uh, Jackie Chan scene? That was awesome. Uh, yeah, Scott says his kids love TMNT. Yeah, Rob, you got to watch this TMNT. I know you weren't excited about it when I mentioned it before. Uh, yeah, but I predicted, it. I predicted it could possibly take the summer for me. And, I, and with the letdowns of those other couple movies, yeah, it, it took it easily. Wow, wow. it yeah. beat your John Wick 4. I don't know about that. I do have to rewatch John Wick 4. A hell of a lot of people got shot in the face. Um, and you, you would think you'd get tired of it, but you didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah, and shout-outs to the uh, the nunchuck scene, my, my favorite scene of that movie for sure. In fact, uh, I'll tell you something, John. So yeah. part of my renovations is I got myself a nice 75-inch Sony Bravia television. Yeah. Um, I also got myself a 4K Blu-ray player. Ooh. John Wick 4. <laughs> John Wick 4. This is the first 4K movie I bought. Oh, snap. Yeah. Snap. It wasn't Snyder Cut? No, I won't. I have. I'm not. No. But it's interesting because I thought about this. I thought about, like, there are certain movies I would want to get in 4K that I have in Blu-ray. I'm like, do I double dip? Do I? And I'm, I'm doing my best to not to not double dip. I'm trying. I'm I'm doing my best. But like the Batman, I hear that the the quality of the picture from 4K to Blu-ray is phenomenal. I'm like, do I double dip for that? I don't know. Right? Like, is, I, is it gonna? You think it's gonna be visually stunning? Like, like Dunes and that kind of movies that really shine? Like what? Like up. Uh, I'm a TV novice here. What 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 exactly does this clarity help? I feel like sometimes it takes you out of it because you're like this this is so damn clear that I know I'm watching something produced. But yeah, I'm not. Oh, you know what it is? I well, I I mean, Lewis would probably be able to explain it. But the 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 most simplistic, um, the, uh, simplistic uh, uh, answer I saw online is somebody was saying that. Um, like say Blu-ray uses 2000 shit. What do they call them? Um, pixels, 2000 pixels, right. To create a picture and 4k uses something like, uh, 20,000 or 8,000, 8,000 or maybe it's 8,000 or whatever pixels to create. Like it's just the fidelity and the, the blacks are black. The fidelity, it just looks phenomenal. So I, so when you say stuff like that, like the blacks, like, like, so watching something like the Batman, you're going to be able to see stuff better, right? And I think, like a Blu-ray Batman, I can see quite a bit. But yeah, yeah. now the one one movie I am uh, I'm I'm fishing to get on 4K is uh, Top Gun Maverick. That was one I can't wait to oh, get on. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try to go this week to go pick that one up. Yeah, I think I did. I think my wife got me a copy, and I think it's it. The black branding is 4K. Uh, yeah, 4K, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she got me that version. So if I ever get an upgraded TV, I'll do that. Or Rob, I can I can lend it to you. 
<laughs> well, so, uh, so again, I can't click, but Lewis says 4K disc is way better than streaming. So this is 100%. the thing I'm starting. Like I own a lot of, and I own a lot of movies on uh, digitally, but I miss the. I, I do have a lot of physical, but lately, the last number of years, I haven't gotten anything physically because I was like, well, what the hell is the point? I just, I can just download yeah. them, you know, off of iTunes or whatever. But now I, I feel like I want to get back into because I do love watching. So I got to be very picky in particular, even though I'm talking about double dipping, about the movies that I want to get on on physical media uh, compared to like streaming them in 4K on the app because you're not really streaming it in 4K, right? So, yeah. okay. So when you upgrade your regular Blu-rays to 4K, um, you can send your regular Blu-rays my way. Do you want my VHSs <laughs> as well? I was going to bring that up at the show today. So I went to the vintage toy con, old toys and all that kind of stuff. Did you notice that there is actually a resurgence in people buying VHS um, cassettes? Like it's, it's kind of like a trendy thing now. So you, there's actually values of some of these old VHSs going up. Um, like, especially, especially obscure stuff. Uh, like I think it started in a lot of those horror movies, the cult stuff, like uh, foreign films and stuff like that but I'm seeing a lot of people collecting VHS. Do you think that's like the best way to like, I, I figure the ultimate way you see it in the movie theaters, maybe yeah. you buy the canister of this original film, but you're never going to be able to play that. But would buying a VHS tape with a cardboard uh, cover be the equivalent of buying records? You know, like you guys are collecting records. Obviously the picture quality, sound quality is not going to be anywhere near records. Uh, some people say it's superior, right? Than everything we got right now. Mm -hmm. But do you see the appeal in maybe owning it on VHS and having that cardboard uh, sleeve? What was it? Slipcase? Slipcase or sleeve? Yeah. You know what, man? Like I've got, I've uh, a couple years ago, I show I had like an old school clamshell, uh, but they had a Blu-ray in it. I have of the Breakfast Club and Jaws. So the old school clams, right? And I was like, oh, like, from the old VHS stuff, and it's cool, like nostalgic to have. I don't think VHS will make a comeback the way record players did. Because I don't see, and I could be wrong, I don't see anybody making a VHS players that could play high definition that you'd need, you know, that you could plug it in. You, it doesn't, you can't hook this up up to your TV anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, so the problem is you can't uh, use that medium. You could collect them. You could put them on your shelf. It'd look cool. But it's not like a record where you can put that on a turntable and it sounds amazing. Um, and it has, you know, the little, the little, bars yeah. and the little little scrapes and like it's it has that stat the static or whatever you, you yeah get, right? static and it, it it the sound is i i would say i could understand the argument that the sound on a record is better than it is on on a cd because it picks up a lot more yeah or it might it might have this different sound like almost like yep. hearing live music a vinyl record but a vhs is just gonna sound air like right like or or you turning that tracking knob you would hear a little kind of like fuzziness to the sound if you didn't have like the best sound connection or you didn't have a good copy of the VHS, but kind of cool yeah. to have a little cardboard represent. Cause you, cause no way are DVD clamshells going to be collectible. You know what I mean? It's like a printed paper in this plastic yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that tape but... wears out, man. Yeah. Be kind, rewind. Um, <laughs> Hey, let's switch quickly and switch gears before we yeah. sign off for the night. Tell me about things going on in the store, man. What, uh, how have things been going? We've been running a lot of activities. So what's, what's, yeah, going yeah. On? so we're doing, we're doing like, like Rob mentioned earlier, uh, we're doing full court press. Uh, we've had a lot of help from lovely, lovely volunteers, especially during our move. We had a lot of people jump in there and help us move comic boxes, which saved our lives, backs, knees, everything like saved us pretty good. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're running a lot of new, new and exciting events. Um, so I'll just shout out a couple quick things because I did have time to pull a couple quick slides. Uh, so we do have the launch of the new 40K Space Marine stuff coming out this week. So if you're looking for Warhammer 40K stuff, uh, hit me up. The new 10th edition is out. We're playing a lot of it at the store. So you, if you follow me on Instagram or you follow the store, you'll usually see us post a couple pictures of people uh, playing on tables in the store. Uh, it's fantastically addicting, rolling dice, creating your army, painting your models. Uh, we've run lots of demos for people. So if you're looking for something fun to do and occupy a lot of your time, Warhammer uh, is where it's at. Um, and then I will shout out Cardfight Vanguard, which is the Japanese card game um, based on the animated series. We are running local events for that every Wednesday. 
Um, let me see what else I pulled. Uh, we do have a war, another Warhammer related event, the Kill Team League, coming up in October. We also have a BattleTech League coming up in October. Fun stuff. And then I will shout out our uh, Magic the Gathering Championship event, which is happening this coming Sunday. So not today, next Sunday, uh, we're going to be having a Magic uh, sealed deck event. Um, and that's among other things. Rob mentioned our workshops. We've had some photography workshops by our very good friend Jeff, um, which is uh, taking your action figures, adding lighting, adding smoke effects. We've, we've got these uh, aerosol cans, Rob, of uh, atmosphere. Yeah. So spray it around. You, you might see people use it during their wedding pictures or product pictures. They spray this smoky haze and they add some lights to kind of bounce off it. Um, our buddy Jeff has been running some photography classes where you can shoot some forced perspective. You can use things like kinetic sand and all this kind of stuff to add some cool effects to your toy photography. Um, we did have Howard Wong. He's he's going to do a how to write comics course. He's kind of currently retooling it right now. He had a different format. Uh, he's going to come back with, to us with another format of it. Um, and then we have had D and D beginner sessions. So if you want to learn to play D and D, we are adding that to the to the uh, to the docket. Um, and then we also did have, uh, what was the other thing we had? Uh, Andre's Comic Book Club. So yeah. Cookies, Comics, and Conversation. Um, this past week uh, was Paper Girls. He did uh, Nightwing, Tom Tom Taylor's Taylor. Nightwing. Yeah. yeah, his Nightwing series. And upcoming, he's got a couple classics coming. So he's got Spider-Man, Craven's Last Hunt, which is uh, by some people heralded as one of the best Spider-Man stories of all time. Yep. Uh, and then after that, I believe, is Superman for All Seasons. Uh, which I'm pretty sure Rob's read, uh, inspired yeah. the show Smallville, uh, one of Superman's all-time greatest uh, tellings of his origins. Jeff Loeb, uh, right? Yeah, Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale art, um, yeah. very classic talk. It, it opened the door, opened the, the the kind of more diving into Clark growing up, which, like I said, led to shows like Smallville and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, so yeah, shout out to that. Thank you, Rob, for mentioning that we were, we were going crazy with these events and stuff like that. And as usual, New Comic Book Day is every Wednesday and a whole bunch of other fun stuff going on so definitely hit us up or follow us on socials um so yeah virtual yeah scott we got to work on that or we got to fly you in to do some dnd <laughs> and a little robot screen with some uh johnny five alive tank treads going around. <laughs> not fisher stevens <laughs> yeah no sorry dude <laughs> yeah yeah shout out to transformers number one is coming out rob uh i think i think i'm gonna have to show you a copy of this book it's a lot of fun yeah, um, it's uh, done by the same guy who did do a power bomb and murder Falcon. I think his name is Daniel Warren Johnson or whatever. He, he he has a very kinetic art style, but Transformers recently transferred hands, transformed hands. I don't know. It was if you guys remember back in the day, Dreamwave brought it back uh, from the 80s and kind of launched this whole 80s recreation. They lost the rights, went over to IDW. IDW has had it for a good long time. All mm -hmm. hail Megatron. A lot of fun books. And now it's come to image slash skybound entertainment the same guys who bring you walking dead um it's robert it's, kirkman's label yeah robert robert kirkman saga uh all the really hot image books um and a good buddy of ours rune put us on to uh getting a preview copy and all that kind of fun stuff so it's a fantastic book lots happens and you should get issue one it's coming out this week pretty cool. excited <laughs> cool and i think i've seen uh you guys have had some photos you got some pretty uh some your omnibus stuff is is pretty stacked as well didn't yeah, you yeah we still get, get we in. still get all the new omnibuses um and when i do do uh special orders for a lot of people a lot of people come in uh avengers hickman number volume one has been pretty popular the new wolverine volume four just came out um and even the fantastic four omnibuses be doing really well so if you are looking for stuff like that uh, hit me up. We sell all of those for a U.S. cover price in Canadian. I don't think you can get that price anywhere else. No. And so, I yeah. in fact, I think I saw on your socials, you guys had Batman Nightfall. Yeah. Batman Nightfall Volume 1. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah. A classic, right? Ba yeah, Bane breaking, breaking the Batman's Bat. back and John Powell Valley stepping in, which it always never made sense to me that why would Bruce Wayne be like, okay, I can't walk anymore. I got to hand over my mantle to the... Uh, Dick Grayson's like, all right, I guess. No, not you, Dick. I'm giving it to this guy <laughs> I just met like three weeks ago. So <laughs> This guy I just met. He's going to yeah. be the new Batman. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dick. Yeah, you're just not ready yet. Um, but yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that's back out. And that was crazy. I remember reading that stuff. And I, I w went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs reading uh, the, the Nightfall stuff. So that's good to see that. Oh, man. Yeah, old school. Old school, the Ogden buses. So thank you very much, Rob. Cool. Uh, anything else we got to talk about? 
talk about before we're out. We're, we're back. We're in theory back next week, folks. Yeah, we will be here schedule. next Sunday. I will be on time. I apologize. <laughs> for I forgot. <laughs> I, I, I was going to eat some cheesies. And I was actually, you know what I was going to do? I was going to start Ahsoka. I haven't watched any of it yet. Oh, neither have I. And the yeah. finale is this coming Tuesday. Oh. So I thought that maybe I'll watch it. Because I thought maybe we would ask our good friend Andre if he's available for next Sunday to come on as our first guest. Oh, we'll talk about yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk with Andre about Ahsoka or the second week. Is it the second week we're supposed to have a guest? Which is next week because this is the first week of October. Today's is October first. Shoot, today's October first. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so now I gotta try and watch Ahsoka or Ahsoka. Yeah. But yes, everyone pronounces it differently, but I'm pretty sure it's Ahsoka. It's Ahsoka, yeah. yeah a lot of people say Ashoka. Yeah. And it sounds funny, but I guess maybe if you try to read it uh, phonetically or something like that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll see if we Scott. can get Andre. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Scott, Scott, uh, Andre, Jesse, and I think Megan uh, did a review for episode one. So maybe we'll have to check in. Maybe we'll have Scott and Andre. I don't know. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, or or, or I'm just gonna take up all the time because he has lots of thoughts. <laughs> so maybe we won't have Andre as our first guest. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should at least check in with him. Maybe we'll give him a 15 minute timer and just go. There we go. go. That's right. We'll put. We'll have like one of those like sand timers that you get from your kids' uh, games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Everybody, anyways, thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you, Rob, for Thanks, getting buddy. up from your early bedtime. Uh, <laughs> going to sleep at eight o'clock. He's like in bed with his mask on. <laughs> Cell phone goes off. He's like, "Oh crap! I gotta get online here." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! Again, as always, thank you everybody for joining us. Um, if anyone's watching this on their replay, uh, happy birthday, Sarah! It was her birthday today. I didn't oh, expect right. to see her on here, but uh, if you want to wish her a happy birthday um and yeah i think i think i think that's all we got for you tonight folks thank you everybody um yes thank you thank you everybody for joining us thank you Frazier. thank you cool. scott thank you lewis thanks everybody uh, appreciate it we'll see you guys next week yeah he said psychic show version 2.0 <laughs> here you go